Hello and welcome everybody to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Pastor Isaiah. So glad to be with you. Get into God's Word here as often as we can. Appreciate you guys checking in. I know I've heard from some of you listening on Apple Podcasts, some on Spotify, and man, there was someone else who was looking up on a service I never even heard of. So appreciate you guys being along for the ride. Uh, we don't profit off of this, just like to um, help people study God's Word. And uh, we take one verse, maybe two, if we get all excited, and um, just look into it, it kind of look at it in context of the rest of the book, see how we can see Jesus in the verse, see how we can apply it to our Christian lives, just things like that. So I'm excited to get into Isaiah today with some of you guys, Isaiah. Uh, one of the major prophets in the Old Testament. Uh, they call him major because of the length, not so much because the other guys just weren't that good at being prophets. Uh, it's just that Isaiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel have uh, pretty have a large amount of output. So Isaiah is one of those, and uh, we're going to be in Isaiah chapter 41. Isaiah 40, chapter 40 through 66, are some of the most interesting and prophetic and... I mean, if you've never walked your way through Isaiah 40, chapter 40 through verse through uh, through chapter 66, you are missing out. There's some great stuff through there. All right, so today we're in Isaiah 40, chapter 10, and reads like this. I'm sorry, Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10, reads like this. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. All right. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. <clears throat> These verses are extremely encouraging, right on, right on the face of it. You know, if your faith is in God and uh, these sorts of promises, we just were we just heard a great sermon on Sunday, um, as I'm recording this on a Monday, about how Jesus taught us and helped us not to give in to fear or allow fear to basically function like a God in our lives, which it does to a lot of us. And I can say I've been there. I've been in a place where fear can kind of function like a God. In other words, I obeyed by just uh, trying to service and do keep myself from being afraid. And so um, right on the face, these are very encouraging. But what I'd like to do is this, this is the end of a statement that seems like it started up here in verse 8. So let's have a look here. First of all, um, in Isaiah 41, there's some judgment against um, idols. So he's talking about these mighty nations and their idols and stuff like that. And then it comes to verse 8, and it says, In contrast to these idol-worshiping nations, but you, verse 8, but you, Israel, my servant Jacob, whom I have chosen, the offspring of Abraham, my friend, you whom I took from the ends of the earth and called from its farthest corner, saying to you, you are my servant, I have chosen you and not cast you off. All right? That's the context. So he's, he's talking to the people of God, Israel, at this time. He reminds them of where they came from by referring to Jacob. Did you guys catch that? My servant Jacob, if you guys know from the Old Testament, uh, the story of Jacob who wrestled with an angel and all this kind of stuff. And um, he was an offspring of Abraham, the man God called his friend, said he communicated face-to-face with him and uh, made a great nation out of him, even though he was, pat- he was an old man and his wife was not able to have children. 
you, you know, you people that I've taken and made out of Abraham, you whom I took from the ends of the earth and called from its farthest corner, saying to you, you are my servant, I have chosen you and not cast you off, okay? So that is the foundation that this verse is standing upon when it says to fear not, for I am with you. Sometimes my experiences um, with some Christian um, exhortation or like some preaching or if I read a book about fear and is sometimes it can just be like, <clears throat> don't be afraid, you know, just don't be, <laughs> which is not helpful. But other times it can also just be like, hey, God doesn't want you to be afraid. Uh, all right. I mean, that's good to know, I guess. Um, God's got this. All right. I'm glad he's got it, but I don't. And I, you know, what's God doing right now? I'm not sure. So actually in this context, what we see is when we look deeper into the context is God first reminds the people of Israel about their relationship to him. He says, you are my people. I chose you on purpose. I made you a nation in the first place. And because of all that, don't be afraid. Fear not for I am still with you. I am with you. Be not dismayed. Why not? For I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And so what I love about our scriptures and about our faith in God and in the story of Jesus Christ is that we're never told just don't be afraid or just, we're never really told just don't do or just don't be or do feel or do do this. Instead, it's always laid on a foundation of who God is to us and where we fit in the overall story of who he's been to the world and to us and how he's chosen this people and through them brought his son, Jesus Christ, who called uh, his people to reach out to the Gentiles as well and bring them in because they're my family too and so on. And that's how we ended up here. Um, Well, for me, that's how I ended up here. And so I just love that because it gives it a lot more foundation. It's something I can wrap my arms around. Okay. Now, ultimately, in the Christian's life, um, what we know from the New Testament is our reason to fear not and our reason to know, yes, it's good to know Jacob. It's good to know that Abraham was chosen and a nation was made from him. That's good. That's part of our foundation. And then more immediate and more powerful for the Christian is look at Jesus. Jesus is God's inexhaustible love. Jesus is God's righteousness. Jesus is God's rescue. Jesus is God's um, unfailing, faithful uh, friend that sticks closer than a brother presence with us. And so it's so important to keep our eyes on him um, as the foundation as to why we're not to be afraid. And so we could look at Jesus, his cross and his resurrection, his conquering of death, his promise to return, the fact that he's preparing a room for us in his father's mansion, his father's house that has many rooms. And in light of all that, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I'll help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Um, God is not asking us to just go out into thin air and just begin trusting him just because he's God. Instead, he points back to the things in history and in um, the history of his people and in his son and in his church. And he says, look, this is who I am. Put your trust in me and don't be afraid. So anyway, that, that is all very helpful to me. I don't like promises that just dangle out in the middle of nowhere and aren't anchored to anything. And I would go on a limb and say that the Bible never asks us to do that. It never asks us to just take some sort of dangling promise that's always connected to the larger story of God. 
Um, where can we see Christ in this? Well, I think we've been gesturing to it a little bit, which is, you know, these words not only could be, but were Jesus's words to his disciples and through them to us. Fear not, neither let your heart be troubled. Um, my peace I give to you, not like the world gives. My peace I give unto you. Uh, therefore, do not let your heart be troubled. Do not be afraid. This is Jesus's word to us. Also, um, I think about him at the Last Supper when he he uh, he takes up the cup and he says, "This is a new covenant in my blood uh, poured out for you." So Jesus will never leave us. He says, "Behold, I'll never leave you or forsake you." Fear not for why, for I am with you. Also, we know that Jesus was God's. You know, He tells His disciples, "It's better. I'm going away, but it's better for you that I should go away." Why would that be better, Jesus? Because then I will send the Comforter. My Father will send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, and He will be with you. So it's that Spirit of Christ is with us, and so every Christian, you know, according to Romans eight, we know that the Holy Spirit in our heart cries, "Abba, Father." The reason why we don't we need not be afraid is because he is with us. How is he with us? He's with us in person, in his Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ. It dwells in everyone who has faith in God through Jesus Christ. Okay. <clears throat> and then we know that that Holy Spirit is says that he will strengthen us. He will help us. He does uphold us. Okay. So that Holy Spirit almost, you could say, to some degree is the righteous right hand of God, not pushing it too far. You know, I don't want to get in. There's no weird theology here, but just saying um, one way that God is with us and has his hand upon us is through his Holy Spirit. Okay. All right. So good to be with you guys today. Um, Isaiah 41.10, great verse. Um, whole chapter repays rereading. And so um, hope to see you guys again. See you next time.